0: Remember the Bible story about that three servants of one, two, and five talents? Have you ever wondered how many talents you have and how do you steward in the context of growing a business? What can I do to establish the gap between the different stages of business? And what are the different mindsets of under 100K and above 100K? If you have these kind of questions, then this episode is for you. Today, I'm interviewing one of my new best friends, Judy Weber. She's a business coach and scaling strategist. She's on the mission to normalize miraculous results for Christian women in business. Her business growth methodology has helped over hundreds of service based businesses to build a very profitable business. Most importantly, they scale with simplicity and joy and she is also a fellow podcaster her podcast is called joyful scaling podcast by the way she interviewed me as well so make sure you tune in to hear something i never shared before in her podcast episode so now let's share with judy welcome to the christian ceo podcast Well, Judy, welcome to the
1: show. (laughs) Thanks so much, Kelly. I'm honored to be here.
0: Well, I'm so happy. Well, you guys need to go to YouTube uh, channel to watch this episode because just for the sake of Judy have a very beautiful office. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And then she even dressed up, you know, accordingly. Okay. So guys, you have to go to YouTube. Okay. You just have to. Okay. So... So you know, today when we look at you, Judy, like you're such a successful business um uh, scaling expert, right? Uh especially for, for all of us kingdom entrepreneurs. So um tell us a little bit about your journey though. Uh you know, how did you you know become this expert today? We see, and then what is the role that God played in your business?
1: Yeah, wow. Well. I'm a week shy of 58 years old, so it's a very long story, but I will kind of cut it short. Um, Very succinctly, when I was about three or four years old, I remember it was a Sunday night when mom told me about Jesus Christ. And she described him as a bit another brother. She goes, you have another brother, and it's very important that you know him. His name is Jesus, and he is our Lord. And I had three older brothers. So I looked around. I go, where is he, Mommy? Why haven't I met him yet? <laughs> because one of my brothers was 13 years older than me. He was in high school at this point. So I thought, oh, maybe I have an older brother, you know? Anyway, from that moment, I just fell in love with Jesus. And I felt like he called me to something big. I remember a few years after that, I said to my mommy, God told me I'm going to do something big. And I think I'm going to be a millionaire someday. Now, my dad's a factory worker and mom stayed home. So we were living check to check. Okay. So when I said that, I'm sure my mommy just patted me on the head and said, okay, honey, that's great. Go play. (laughs) Anyway, so I just always had big dreams. I always wanted to go to law school, but people like me, poor folk who knew nobody. We didn't do that. People in my high school, you know, a small fraction even went to college. I was the first one to go to college, and I just always knew I was going to college. My mom, I think, was nervous how I was going to pay for it. I never worried about it. And frankly, even when I went to law school five years after I graduated college, my mom was like, how are you going to pay back six-figure debt? And I'm like, mom, I'm not even worried about it. I just always, as I look back, Kelly, I see that I was always pursuing the impossible. And by God's grace, achieving what I set out to do because I believed I could because I knew God was with me and I felt called to do it. So fast forward, you know, I graduated from law school, got a great job, got married, had a baby, and all of a sudden was blacklisted off the partnership track. And I just saw how people behaved and I'm like this, I am so excited that I'm here at this amazing Philadelphia area law firm, but this is not my life. This is not my purpose. Anyway, um, had a second son, a third son, left the private practice of law, and then I opened my first business as an interior decorator. And within a month or two, I, I uh, real quickly, I, I got a booth at a local home show, and I was very intentional and strategic. Law school taught me to think strategically. How am I going to leave that event with clients? Anyway, I was very intentional about bringing people into my booth, incentivizing them for allowing me to come and have an appointment. I left there with 14 appointments, ended up closing 10 of them. Great, great thing, right? But then I thought, oh my gosh, I have three kids under seven. How the heck am I going to work on 10 different people's projects? Anyway, we'll fast forward. Went through divorce, got my real estate license, went back to the law. Uh, Eventually went in-house. I had this opportunity to go in-house as director of HR. And, uh, you know, general counsel. So I got in the C suite. So I had years and years in the trial room, uh, the trial court as a trial attorney, then later was in the C suite. So I had all this real world business experience, but my boss in house was a horrible person. I loved everybody there except him. Anyway, back in 2017 is when I left that and jumped into business coaching full time. And anyway, there have been some twists and turns, but the bottom line is I've just always listen to the Lord, even when it seemed impossible, even when I was like, I don't know how this is going to be, but I'm going to go forward. So I'm actually writing a book called Pursue the Impossible to talk about that. journey. It is so important.
0: That is so awesome. Can I wait uh, to see the book? I mean, when the book will be published?
1: It's coming out next year. Okay. I think okay. We're shooting for the fall.
0: Yep. Okay. So when you're done, just tell me. You know. So we will kind of share for you. Share for you. Uh, that would be awesome. You thank know, you. Judy. That first of all, thank you so much for sharing, your share about your journey. And it kind of made me think of you know because you went through different routes of uh Korea, um and business. You know, and. It made me sort of one question, you know, when people often, you know, that story in the Bible, talk about one talent, two talents, and five talents, and that is three servants' story, right? You know, and you mentioned that you did not worry, right? Even when you were in debt, of uh, that faith in God, that, you know, uh, somehow he will bring you through. And you also, you know, accumulated, you know different kind of experiences. Uh, me, meaning for me, I right away saw a vision of like it's like a treasure bag, right? So you have the uh treasure. Okay, part of it's from your corporate office, from the law office, and part of it's from other places you mentioned. So now I often got asked by my audience and some of my clients say, you know, Kelly, I know that you mentioned stewardship is very important, you know, and I often talk about that, you know, three servants story. Now, people got asked, so how on earth, I know I need to steward well, but how on earth do I know, do I have one, or do I have two, or do I have five, you know? So then I can act accordingly. So what will you say about that? Well, I love the parable of the
1: talents, and I believe that that story tells us it's a sin to not go big. It is a sin to play small. And I know that might trigger some people, but read the story. What did the master call the one who buried his talent? Get away from me, you lazy, wicked servant. And so, you know, I feel very passionately about that. But in answer to your question, My answer may surprise you. I don't think the number of talents is as important as what we do with them. You know, where much is given, much is expected. But I think, you know, I know you're in Switzerland, but but us here in the States and, and and, you know, and in Europe, we're so we're so blessed. Like even our, you know, when we're like might be disappointed in our station in life or with whatever the circumstances I endured, I got beat up by my first husband. So my life has not been um, an easy road without trials and things. But what I always felt very strongly about my mother instilled this in me, Judy, you could be a follower or a leader be a leader. And this idea of where much is given, much is expected. And so I don't know that we should spend a whole lot of time determining and comparing, you know, how much talent quote, unquote, was I given instead? Okay. With what God has blessed me with, what am I going to do with it? How am I going to serve others? How am I going to bless others? So the short answer is really going big and saying, Lord, with all of these things you've given me, and I even say the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like like my experience enduring a man who beat me and overcoming that by God's grace and getting out of that situation makes me the stronger person that I am today. So it's all about how am I going to move forward and use what the Lord has blessed me with.
0: This episode is sponsored by our very own Resonate Offers Guide. The Kingdom Entrepreneur's Blueprint to Magnetic Offers. This guide is exclusively for Kingdom Entrepreneurs. It will boost your positioning and profit with insights. It reveals how to design offers that resonate and attract your best clients. It will help you to have unmatched clarity and prep you to shine in 2024 and beyond. If you want to overcome procrastination, harness spirit-led inspiration, and employ proven strategies for growth. Then this guide is for you. The best part, this transformative guide is free for a very limited time. Secures your today and lead the marketplace with your standout offers in the coming year and beyond. Just visit kellybother.com forward slash resonate. R-E-S-O-N-A-T-E. I love that answer, you know. Uh hmm, I did not trick her. That's sad. <laughs> 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 no, I'm I'm joking. Kidding aside, you know, uh that pretty much is my answer all the time. You know, it's not it's not possible to measure, say, you know, how many talents you have. The focus, actually, that was the wrong focus. The focus, just like Judy said that just really be intentional to Serve the lower serve the people that he has called you with your what you think is the biggest talent, so to speak, quote unquote talent in your back, right? And huh. that actually come naturally come the next question. Okay, great Judy. Now I am ready. Okay. I'm ready to go big. Okay. But now I'm scared, right? The there, there is a gap between where I'm now. To where I want to be, right? Yes, I know I'm faith-filled Christian. I I God called me to a business. So, how do I establish that gap between the stages, different stages of my business? Mmm,
1: so good. And 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 I kind of gave some thought to this kind of ahead of time because we talked offline and I, I really wanted to serve your audience well. And so What I think might be helpful is I thought about the three biggest gaps in the earlier stage entrepreneur, as opposed to the three biggest gaps at 500K and plus. So let's start with an earlier stage entrepreneur. I think the number one gap, no matter how much you love the Lord when you're getting started, is confidence. Confidence. I say success comes as a result of who you believe yourself to be. So identity is is ginormous about that, and confidence in you as the expert, confidence that you can help people right where you are. A lot of times, especially women, we're like, "Uh oh, I'm not enough. I don't know enough. I haven't done it long enough. You know, I haven't gotten clients. You know, enough clients get results with me." So that idea of confidence, and I don't think confidence in me. It's confidence in who the Lord made me to be, and confidence that He will fulfill His promises to equip me as promised. So it's that confidence, the feeling enough and the conviction, this is huge, that this is what God has for me. (laughs) And I'm not going to keep ruminating or wavering in that. Okay. That's the first big gap. Second one is marketing. There's these three words often said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how. And so uh, earlier earlier stage entrepreneur, we're being very graspy. We are watching YouTube videos. We are downloading all the freebies in order to find the one right thing to do in the marketing. Really? It just comes down to messaging and specificity. We can't talk in vague, ambiguous terms. We need to be dialed in on your expertise. Like me, um, there are tons of business coaches out there, right? You're a business coach, but... Have they had, you know, 15 years or 20 years, whatever it is, in the courtroom? Have they been in-house? Have they had that real-world business experience? There's so many 20-year-olds in business coach. What? <laughs> so anyway, specificity, what makes you different and clarity around that? Clarity is better than cute. Don't worry about wasting time coming up with some clever whatever. Just, you know, that kind of thing. So that's the second thing. And the third gap earlier stage is sales. Here's another three words I hear. I hate sales. I don't want to be salesy. I'm not a salesperson. Well, then you better not go into business. And by the way, nonprofits need money to sustain themselves as well. So you're either going to sell your services or you're going to sell you know, a donation opportunity. So we're always selling. So let's not run from that. Let's embrace it. And again, when we speak clearly about who we are, I mean, and what we do and how we can help people from here to there, I mean, that's the essence of sales. Okay, so the three biggest gaps for the 500K plus is CEOs trying to go solo. I want to go big, but yet I'm afraid fear is is involved in all these things I'm talking about. I am doing non-CEO tasks. Why? Because I think I'm being a good steward because I don't want to waste money. And so I'm thinking I can do all these things, right? But wait a minute, wait a minute you're the CEO, you're the visionary and you need to go do revenue generating things. So you can't do this alone. Okay. So second, uh, and it coincides with that. Okay. Well, I have a team and I feel like they are a money suck. Like why am I pouring out money? I feel like I have no profit. All the money's going out. Okay. Have you established KPIs and you set clear expectations for the goals of the team member? Every single one, every one of them. Is going to impact the dollars coming into the business either directly or indirectly. And do you have those goals clearly set out in the form of KPIs? And third, um, I kind of lumped this together the gap of systematizing, leverage, and optimization. Like a lot of times they think, okay, now I want to scale, I've got to throw the baby out with the bathwater and start all new and come up with some whole new like offer suite, which that's not what I'm about, but that's a whole other issue. But It's it's a matter of tweaking. The littlest tweak can make the biggest difference and going all in, doubling down on what's working instead of spreading yourself thin, trying to do everything and be everywhere. And last thing I'll say on this is it all goes back to mindset. It all goes back to mindset. What are we thinking about? We have to hold all our thoughts captive as unto Christ. And until we do that, and I do that through my faith filled thought model. Until we do that, we're going to listen and believe, continue to believe the lies that the enemy may have been telling us in our brains over and over for years, maybe even decades.
0: Yeah, it's so, so true. And um it's we we'll, we actually will say like between 80 to 90 percent the game, it's between your ears, right? Um, we can give you the best marketing strategies, everything. But in the end, if you are not becoming that person to do it, willing to do it, uh, everything is in vain, right? And talk about sales. I was just laughing, you know, because I, that time when you guys watch this video, because I put in the speaker mode interview, so you won't see me, but I was like laughing silently out loud about the sales. I mean, come on, as a mom, I need to sell broccoli to my kids right when they were I love it yes so so, right so if you are a mom you you gonna be the best sales ever right so uh that's just you know from today on you just draw a line in the sense say you're gonna be a best well not you're gonna be you are you are you are the best sales you just have to shift the mindset right so I mean, I can speak to Judy forever. Did you guys kind of feel like? And but I know that you cannot, you guys cannot just tune in these podcasts forever. So we're just gonna leave with the very last question here. Say, because I know some of my listeners, some are yes, just they just got started. They may be still working in a corporate uh, job, but some of them they got started a while, you know. Um, they are either either pursuing to get their first six figure. Uh, and some of them, they are beyond, right? And we often heard that phrase say, uh, what get you here will not get you there, right? So since Judy is such a scaling, uh, business scaling uh, uh, expert, so I wanna ask her it, what is a different mindset, right? We are on the top of mindset that we should have, especially women, right, Um, between these two stages,
1: yeah, yeah. Under 100K, it really is building belief. It all goes back to my my undergirded um, philosophy that your success is going to become as a result of who you think you are. So we've got to build belief. And um, it's it's interesting, you know, on this point of, are you an expert? I love, I think it was the centurion in the Bible that said, I do believe. And on the heels of that, he immediately said, help my unbelief. So you don't have to believe at 100% that you are the best expert out there, but you do have to more believe than not believe that you are that expert and that you can help people. And more than that, that when you think about getting to that six-figure mark, that this really is possible for you. Like you have to know that it's possible. And I know that so much comes up, the monkey wrenches, you know, the fiery darts that the enemy throws out. It's easy to be distracted. But so that is why, again, through my faith-fueled thought model, you have to build belief Um, and, and build your identity as a CEO. So many under 100K, they're like, well, I can't call myself a business owner or a CEO. And I say, why is that? Because I haven't done it long enough. Well, how long is long enough? You know, when do you reach that? If you've opened your doors and you're serving people, you're a CEO with the Lord God Almighty, in my opinion, as the chairman of the board. So we really have to understand. um, And then, then they get all wrapped up and they say, well, wait a minute. Okay, I do believe I'm great at what I do. But this running a business thing is hard. I just thought I'd open up my doors and be able to serve people. Nope. You've got to learn how to run a business. And so marketing and sales, you know what? If you're resisting, whatever you're resisting in your business, run toward it because that's where your next breakthrough is. Okay. That's all under hundred K above hundred K the same things, but at a different level at a deeper level, we're still building belief. Okay. I can get to 500. I can get to the million. Right. Um, But more than that, it's like, it's all about being the leader because we want to put systems in place and teams in place so that you can go off the grid. For vacation and not have to take the laptop. Or have impromptu days off and know that you have team members. One's going to handle the customer service. One's going to handle ongoing sales. One's going to, you know, so that you don't have to be in the business every single day. So those are my primary difference of mindset. One is like, okay, now I'm getting this business off the ground and I'm, I'm getting things in place. Most importantly, my own belief and then above the 100K, it's about, okay, I, I don't want to be working more. I want to be working less, but impacting more people.
0: That is so good. Okay. So, you know, guys, I got to put teaser here. You just had to go to show no, right? Because Judy has awesome five-day training, right? And then it's complimentary. Judy, can you tell us about that? Yeah,
1: in this five-day training series, it's going to be delivered via your email inbox so you can consume it at your own pace. But I take you through some of these mindset issues and I address strategy as well because those are the two components for a successful business. You can have, and I love that Kelly mentioned this already, you can be given all the strategy out there. But if you don't know who you are and you're applying it in a way that you don't even believe it's going to work, It's not going to work. So consuming this five-day training, I call it build a faith-fueled six-figure business. And I say faith-fueled because your faith needs to fuel what you think, what you say, and what you do. So I encourage you to check that out. It's judyweber.co slash five, the number five day workshop. And thank you for dropping that into the show notes.
0: Yeah, of course. And then, so you guys just, I know some of you are working out you are driving right now, Uh, just like me. I always listen to podcasts when I'm working out. So don't worry, just go to kellybar.com forward slash podcast. You guys know what to do. And then you will be able to access Judy's free five day awesome training. So Judy, I cannot thank you enough today to coming on the show. And uh, you know, I can, I mean, just a bit far away. Otherwise we can just sit down, have a coffee. That would be awesome.
1: I love that. If you ever come this away, you know, I have a room here for you. I have a bed next to me in my <laughs> office. So you have a place
0: to stay here in Florida. Yeah. Thank you. Same here in Switzerland as well. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Judy. Thanks, Kelly. Take good care. Wow. What a value pack episode. Did you take a lot of note? Anyway, if you want Judy's free five-day training, please go to katieballer.com forward slash podcast. And don't forget also to grab the new resonate offers guide. It will help you to create your magnetic offers. Oftentimes what I see is, it's not like you don't have value to give, but it's how to articulate that value of your offer so your ideal clients understands it and become a magnetic offers. Also, what kind of offers put together it makes sense for your ideal clients in the different stage of their life. So they will come back to buy from you again and again and again. Everything is in this free Resonate offers guide. Just go to kellybother.com forward slash Resonate, R-E-S-O-N-A-T-E to download it. I will see you in the next episode. How have you enjoyed today's episode? I hope this episode has encouraged and inspired you to live boldly from now on as God has called you to. Okay, I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment? Just drop a review on Apple Podcast. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellybala.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellybala.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode.
1: Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO podcast at
0: www.kellybotter.com.